This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to yeah. bring something like this to life. And yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend <laughs> that I don't right Hold now. it in, hold on. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. <laughs> Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. Oof. I remember, what was that? <laughs> say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, electrical contractors. I'm Matt from ABB. Are rising costs and product delays keeping you up at night? We can help you contractor better. ABB's contractor resources are designed to help you increase productivity and profitability on your commercial construction projects. Check out Contractor Better today. Visit go.abb slash contractor better. Thanks for listening to the Reds Report. This podcast is sponsored by Webmart. If you want to get more out of your marketing, drive out costs, and find out which channels are best for you and your company, then visit our website, webmartuk.com, or just search Webmart Barnsley. Innovate, create, communicate. This is for the fans. The vibe. Are you now? Do you ever think of me in the quiet, in the crowd? This is the this vibe. Is falling gandums like a fire. This is for the fans. The vibe. The nightmare continued on Saturday. When after two matches we were okay, the Reds didn't perform at Huddersfield and the result didn't go our way. It could get really scary on Friday night, but time will tell. We don't need a Halloween performance with the Sky cameras there as well. We need our players to play like heroes, so it's playing for all to see. We're more like the A-team on the pitch rather than the Adams family. This is the Reds Report. Family. 
stitch and shawl on, a broomstick you can crawl on, we're gonna pay a call on the Adams Family. to the vibe it's two minutes past five this is the retro report with myself carl of watering and in the studio as always we referred to you as furniture last week we quite liked it so we'll say it again uh, the grandfather clock that everybody wants in their studio chris Ridyard, how are we doing the grandfather clock <laughs> rare and expensive that's me what on earth was that carlo where's the pulp fiction track that i picked which one why did we play adam's family i'm not having that it's halloween isn't it what do you think to that ben our performance absolute ben. garbage Ben is obviously it, Sorry, it, it's the new piece of furniture. It's a bit like IKEA, isn't it? It's 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 affordable, it's stylish, and it lasts forever. He's just a knockoff. He's a knockoff one of me. <laughs> the cheap version. <laughs> Cheap. Yeah. <laughs> no, Adam Samali, obviously it's Halloween. Um, and given the performance that some of them walked to on Saturday, um, I think it was quite suitable, really, wasn't it? Because it wasn't very pretty. We'll talk about that. I'm glad we didn't walk home after that. We'd still be waiting for you to come back, wouldn't we? By now, I'd have called in every pub on the way and drowned your sorrows. It wasn't pretty, was it? You both went, didn't you? It wasn't. We did. We both went, unfortunately. And it, it was, was far dead, from pretty. The last five minutes were all right. <laughs> <laughs> should have just come in at 20 to 5, shouldn't you? Um, we'll talk about the uh, the Huddersfield performance. We'll talk about the press conference, obviously, which happened today, which you went to, Chris. I did. Because some of us, obviously, still work during half term. Um, we'll get the opposition view with Ben later on as well. Ben, Ben, the away stats man, or whatever we call him. The opposition. Men. The opposition me- men. Man. Men rhymes with Ben. <laughs> I'm only he's one with me. Ben, Ben, the opposition, he's better than two men, is our Ben. Something like Yeah, anyway. Um, and we've got the Halloween 11. And we've got some special guests coming in there if, if they turn up. Well, one man. of them famous from TV. Ooh. He, he got Fardo, didn't he? Oh, he, got, he, got, he got to the yeah, last show. Was it final? Yeah, he went to the final, final through to the final, didn't he? Britain's got talent. Yeah, Britain's got talent. Finalist on the show in a bit. We so have. I'll be demoted to being the second most talented in the studio. <laughs> What's funny? Not that you already aren't second. Talk about demoted then. Um, this is not uh, this is relegation form, isn't it? What the the, the, the match against Huddersfield, which was a pivotal match, which we talked about last week. Ben, I'll start with you today because you were quite optimistic, thinking you know we're going to get something here. I was, <laughs> and uh, I got a bit of stick like the week before <laughs> when I weren't hopeful for Swansea and West Brom game. Uh, looked at it from a more opti- op- what's the word optimistic point of view. Yeah, and. The performance just did not back that up at all. It's not good, is it? Adam Murray talked about having played two matches in a week, because obviously we had the, uh, the the Swansea, and then we had the West Brom a few days after, quick, and then the Quick turnaround, thick. too quick turnaround. Yeah, he said it was too quick. Um, we, we've heard that before. Is there not a, a point of view to actually, these are all young lads, and they, they should be able to cope with the occasional three matches in a week. Because it's not like that every week, is it? Yeah, there is that argument. But obviously, the high intensity and the output which the players are using at the minute, they obviously run out of legs. And I think, having been press conference, I know you were toying with the idea of making changes. But then, 
I think he want it was caught in two minds. I think he wanted to, the stability, which we'd not had all season of playing the same team again and again. So I think it was catch twenty two really. I don't think he could win either way unless we got a point or, or, or three, which unfortunately we never really looked like doing. So. Mm. What was the problem at Huddersfield? Was it individual errors? Was it tactically that we got it wrong? Was it just we weren't as fit as them? Heads go down? What, what was it for you, Ben? It's, it's hard to say, but like from the first minute, we didn't really look in game. Um, like Chris said, last five minutes were probably the best part, from our perspective, uh, the best part of the game. And it Obviously, Brownie scored, but we didn't look like scoring. No, it's almost as if we went into the game with no belief in ourselves. Until Brown scored, the lack of belief was on show. And then once Brown scored that goal from nowhere, pretty much a set piece, I think, and it cleared out to him. And great finish. Or were it across, I'm not sure, but it didn't matter. They all count. We were back in it. And uh, it was an absolute different side for the last five minutes. We really put Huddersfield on back foot. What is it, though, about no belief? When you come off the back of two very good performances and two decent draws against top sides. I mean, what, what else do you need to get any belief? I think there were some tired bodies out there and I think there were some tired minds out there on Saturday. And I think it probably could have done with a few changes. But in hindsight, a wonderful thing. I think Adam Murray's probably thinking, oh, probably we, we should have changed a few now. You think about players that hadn't played much at West Brom and at Swansea, you've got like Luke Thomas, Mally Wilkes, uh, Ben Williams... You're full of like energies, full of runners in there. You just think, well, if it had just changed one or two. But I think, like I said, he wanted to keep that structure. He wanted to keep the same 11, same personnel and, and try him. But it is what it is. It's gone and we, we move on, don't we? Yeah, we have to. Um, ben, has this, do you think, impacted Murray's chances of, of, of getting you know, a, a longer take at this, leading this side? I'm not too sure. It's... It depends which way you look at it, doesn't it? Because he's got he's got two fantastic results at two fantastic teams, and we've gone to a side which maybe we looked at it with a bit of complacency, um, and we've come away with nothing. Um, that performance, arguably, yeah, but because of the two results prior, I don't see why we should stop thinking that he may may get the job. His biggest job is effectively turning the mindset round of 22, 23 very young players which uh, have not played at this level before it's an incredibly big job to do but if you can get them on side and he gets them believing results aside performances have been good haven't they really yeah uh, two out of three ain't bad mate off one said but if he can produce the performances that we did against West Brom against Swansea against lesser teams there's a chance we get three points where do you stand at the moment then? I'll start with you, Chris, on this manager position. There's, there's, there's rumours again on social media about people being in town and you know, obviously we play tomorrow, uh, Friday night, under the lights, in front of the sky cameras. Where, where do you sit? Do you feel that Murray could do a job and really, to keep everything, you know, all the changes and everything to a minimum, just give him it till the end of the season and let's see where we go? Or do you feel when we keep talking about this experience, does that experience also need to come maybe in a manager that we hopefully, or one day will appoint? Uh, yeah, it's, it's a great question. A very long question as well. Yeah, I can't remember what's the, the point to it. <laughs> uh, I, I would suggest, I mean, we, we, we don't know the full picture, do we? The board does. They know what they're getting with Adam Murray now. He's been, he's been in that position long enough for him to know what kind of character they've got in terms of what he's like on the training ground, what he's like socially, one-to-one in social situations, what's he like at motivating people, mm. tactically what's he like. 
they, they know what they're getting with him. They know that package. So surely what they need to do is have a look round, which they are doing. They've been, it's been a European-wide or worldwide search. Worldwide shopping trip, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so that's what it's been, effectively. So they're the scouring. So surely they've got something to compare to, haven't they? There's a comparison there. You look at what we've got in Adam Murray. What can this other manager, potential manager, give us that Adam Murray can't? Or what can Adam Murray give us that any other potential managers can? can. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and they're, 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 they're the ones that are going to have to make that big decision, and that's why they run the football club. How do you look at it, Ben? If you could draw a picture of the perfect manager that we needed or head coach for this team, obviously, you know, don't go drawing like Pat Guardiola <laughs> or whatever. What, what qualities do you feel we need? Um, I like someone like Stendhal, like very active on touchline. Um, being sort of like supportive you know like when you see players who are maybe lagging and and slowing down um someone who's 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 good at sort of like motivating that and then bringing them off when the fe- when he feels a need to rather than uh going into different games with it with the same mindset yeah i think it needs somebody that's worked within youth football for a you know lengthy period of time be that five ten years it needs somebody who's got a track record of developing young players and getting the best from them. But I think mainly, for me, the biggest skill, we're looking for somebody with social intelligence that is going to be able to read this young team and be able to know which what each individual needs to be able to make them as confident as possible and believe in themselves as much. Silly question, then. If, if that's what you're looking for, are you looking for an English head coach, then? Because communication is going to be very important. We've got lots of different nationalities in there, mm. even somebody from Wales. What, where, where does it sit? What, what, is, is, is it easier, do you feel? Or in other words, will language be a barrier if we get a non-English-speaking head coach in? Yeah, so language, yeah, language is a barrier in any way, shape or form. There's no, there's no denying that. Um, in terms of nationality, it's irrelevant to me, but it, I think it does increase chances of a solid communication. Nothing's lost in translation. If it is an English-speaking coach, it doesn't necessarily have to be an English coach, does it? No, I just, I'm just wondering if um, Daniel Stendhal took a while, Ben, to, to, to get, you know, I know he had obviously help with, he had Winkler and, and Stern at the time. I'm wondering if there's an easier transition if you get somebody who's fluent in the language and can straight away start bonding with these yeah. players. Because a lot, a lot can get lost in translation, can't it? It can. Right. Um, we haven't got time, have we? We, we ain't got time to, for somebody to stand up to bed in. We haven't got that time. No. But I mean, to... you know, it's November tomorrow. Um, six, seven weeks before Christmas, mm-hmm. and then it, you're halfway in the season. So something needs to turn around, because the longer you, you wait, we're now sort of like a mid-sized sort of ship trying to turn. And before we know what, by December it'll be an oil tanker. That's going to be a lot harder to turn, isn't it? So um, I have to apologise in advance for the music today, but we thought... Um, yeah, I mean, you might be you might be listening we, live. We thought, yeah, and and Chris messaged me saying, "Can we make sure we've got Halloween themed music?" So yeah, I so, can't some of these. Face. This this first one is not too bad, but I guarantee you, it goes downhill from here after. <laughs> <laughs> Of a high. 
Back on the vibe, quarter past five on a Thursday. This is the Reds Report. Um, we were just talking um, off air, and I think it's interesting. Um, so, finish the song, let's talk about this. The betting, Ben. Um, Stendhal is back in the betting. Yes. And it's a bit weird, isn't it? Third favourite. I, I think it's very weird. But apparently, he's been spotted in town. He's one of the few that's been spotted. Yeah, in I mean, town. it was on social media yesterday, so I mean, that's not so, well, a secret. No, if he didn't want to be there, he should have gone to the Curry Mahal. <laughs> Bit of a plug there. We'll see if we can get him on board as a sponsor. <laughs> um, where do you stand on that? Where do you stand? It's important to, to draw the line that betting is not affected by facts. Betting's affected by where people put in the money. Oh yeah, but okay. So Stendhal's been sacked, yep. and three weeks later, he's still in town. And we know we went to Germany the day after he, he, he was at the garrison. So he's back in town. He's back in Barnsley. Hmm. You have to sort of wonder why, then, don't you? I mean, maybe he's come to watch us against Bristol City, but it, it, it's not what you do when you get sacked. And maybe. you get a one paragraph. Maybe we'll get him up on fans or nice you know, get him up on the stage. Yeah. Um, where do you stand? I mean, you t- we said before, didn't it? Um, Gary Boyer left, came back two days after. Where, where do you stand? Lee, Lee if, Boyer, if, yeah. Lee. yeah. Sorry, Lee, but what, uh, uh, if the club came out saying we've. we've uh, not for me. He's not. He's not for me. No, I think. I think that ship ship has sailed. Oh, we nearly said. I know. I nearly did. <laughs> no, I don't swear on that. That's just you and Pete. So, yeah. I mean, Nan listens. So, <laughs> I am Nan. Uh, <laughs> no, th- that ship has well and truly sailed for yeah. for myself. Did we get it wrong in terms of how it was announced? Yes, yeah. there's no doubt about that. Did we get the decision wrong in sacking him? My opinion, no. no <laughs> we didn't, so we didn't win one in ten games. We've now shown that there is a plan B, there is another way to play. And last three games, regardless of results, we have been competitive. When we went to Preston and lost 6-1, we weren't competitive. And that was a long drive. 6-1? <laughs> At least you didn't walk. It felt like 6. <laughs> um, I suppose that is the point, though, isn't it, Ben? That a new manager or a, you know, a caretaker manager comes in. Just changing the formation made us far more solid at the back. Granted, King Kenny came back and, and Diaby came back, but we looked a different side. I mean, understandable before if we'd have faced West Brom or uh, Swansea, or we'd have, you'd have feared for it, wouldn't you? Thinking, oh, you know, if we do that against Preston, so w- would you be happy if he was uh, reappointed? I'm not sure. It's, it's yeah, because it, it gets that character back in town, and it's something that that all Barnsley fans love. So does he go for a pint with the Garrison? Isn't Precisely, it? Garrison, yeah. not a good sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> but then. 
obviously you look at results and form and, and where we were playing, it were it was sort of dead and, and quite drab and when Murray come in it, it it changed and it looked like the mood on the pitch changed. So you've got to look at it that way as well. Yeah. Is, it, is it not very much thinking with your heart rather than thinking with your head? Yeah, I'm just wondering why he's here. Maybe he wants to come on the red report. Or... Guten Tag, Herr Strandl. Uh, uh, ring me, Vita. Uh, right. <laughs> Listen, I, GCSE German, me. The problem is it was 30 you years ago. You're bilingual then. That's two, isn't it? Uh, four, four. Languages. Dutch, English, so, French and German. Is it multilingual? I'm just... Multilingual. It's the clever sod. <laughs> I'm glad you're good at summer because <laughs> your collection of music's poor today. Oh, just wait till you hear my mashup later. Oh, talking about managers, it was Adam Murray today who faced the press it certainly and was. yourself. Um, oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're outside the window having a look from now. <laughs> what, uh, um, what was said? He talked about physical output prior to uh, obviously the Huddersfield game in terms of playing Swansea and West Brom. Felt like they give it the, ho- the, the raw in them games and possibly could have run out of steam. Uh, he did toy with changes, um, but obviously he wanted to go with what we'd, the tried and tested structure and, and, and try and keep some consistency. Yeah, and it team. worked, didn't it? So why change it? Yeah. Uh, he said that this week, a lot of, well, a few of the players have been resting up. I think he meant like Kenny and, and Bambo Diaby. I know Bambo like, were really struggling towards the end of the game, wasn't he? Yeah, he yeah. says that's just fatigue. There's no, there's no injury in that part. There's no new injury news. Uh, both goalkeepers... Back in contention, what do you yeah. think to that, Carlo? Yeah, Radling played for the under 23s, and that looked a really good side for Barnsley because loads of the players that have been fringe players in the first squad sort of had a game. I mean, Styles played, didn't he? Williams played, uh, Schmidt. Schmidt played, Radlinger played. Lots I mean, of game time. Yeah, and the one against Wednesday, which is always good. But no, I think it's good. Um, Collins, a bit of a howler for, for that goal. <clears throat> Who was it? Uh, almost it Swansea when it. No, no, no. Was it? Leeds when it went over him and he sort of never went for it but then he's an absolutely worldly save so mm. I'm quite happy I he's feel like he kept his in it against Swansea as well at times yeah. some great saves uh, so to me I think very athletic and to me he'd be the first my, my first choice but Radling is much better at distributing with his feet I've noticed yeah, yeah. but Collins is the uh, the goal kick which goes straight central down yeah. the middle oh, it's, like, yeah. it's, it's a weird trajectory which usually but it's good because issues. it pushes people so nobody gets comfortable Adam Davies last season must have known Pinnock uh, they must have known that the start because nobody really pushed them. Just a shame that none of them are getting a regular game for the new sides. But so okay, so Redling is back. Uh, Smith. He talked about Smith, obviously playing for the under twenty threes, which you mentioned scored. Yeah. Said he's had a tough start in this country. Really, uh, he's had a few injuries, setbacks, probably due to intensity of the league, intensity of training. Obviously, it's new. To, he's new to the country, and basically, you just need to show patience with him, giving time to bed in, bit of nurturing, isn't it? Exactly what it is, which is probably what he's doing squad wide at the minute, really. Yep. How may is in contention to play? That's good. I don't know what you think to that, Ben. Uh, defence, he said the, the remedy for our defence is work and time. Uh, and obviously, he also said we don't have time, which is fair <laughs> enough. Uh, unit, uh, develop, developing the defence as a unit, he mentioned, yeah. uh, and developing them individually as well. Uh, and basically, limiting situations where errors could occur or are more likely to occur. They got better at that, though, because as soon as he took over, we didn't see that playing out from the back when, when we were under pressure. It went in rolls out or it went over the West End. He's mentioned that. He's mentioned getting the ball further forward quicker yeah. and putting other teams on back foot. Completely. Completely. Which is probably where Connor Chaplin's game is improved so much because defence are constantly looking 
took back to the ward yeah. to their own goal, and that's where Chaplin's going to nick in and cause issues, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, he's, he called the international break big, is the word he used. Uh, basically, it's, obviously, he used the last international break very wisely in terms of working on a new structure. Yeah. He believes that, obviously, that time, again, should be used wisely, be it himself or possibly another manager. So I think if, if, there, if we are going to see a different manager, not Adam Murray, I think that man will be in place before the international break. Well, that, it'll be interesting fine. because you're doing commentary tomorrow evening. I am. For uh, Hospital Radio. Yep. I'm settled the other I need a flag. So we, we, we have a view over the director's box. Yes. Uh, it'll be interesting to see who we see there. Well, I think, I think yeah, de- depending on how many people we see there, I think if there's a lack of people in the director's box, I, I think the, search, sit, the search is still going. If there's a lot, if the directors are all backing in place to watch the game, I feel like the mind's made up. Saying that though, Conway hasn't been there for a while. It's, it tends to be James Crine and, and yes. Mrs. Crine that's that's there, and obviously the new CEO. But it'll be interesting. Dane Murphy. Uh, Dane Murphy. So it'll be interesting to see who's who's there. I feel if Dane Murphy and, and, and Patrick Crine some are not there, I feel like. There's still the search is going on. Yeah. I feel like they're there. I feel like it's. it's pretty I, nice I've got this feeling that somebody is watching from you know somewhere behind closed curtain. Even on Sky, they can be in the stadium because it's on Sky. Well, Jan Sievert was at the Huddersfield game, but he lives near there. Yeah, previous team as well, isn't it? Um, I think his plans are to stay in England, so I think his plans are to be a coach as well, yeah. if not a manager. It, it'd be interesting because I reckon the international break could well be the time for a new manager to bed in with his squad. Could he? That's a, that's an ideal opportunity. He said that he felt the Huddersfield game too quick. We mentioned before, quick mm-hmm. turnaround, three games in, in, in a week, seven, seven days turn. Uh, and then he mentioned the home support, uh, oh, well, t- tomorrow night. Uh, and he basically said that the fans have been incredible, as always. Yes. And uh, they oh, are our God. driving force. I agree. I think the fans have stuck by the team. Majority. Oh, no, they have. They have. I think it, it, they always say it, don't they, yeah. to keep that going. But, you know, we noticed a, a big difference in the fan zone, didn't we? The, the Swansea match. I know it was raw because it was, you know, the first home match after they, 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 uh, they got rid of Daniel Standall. Um I think everybody will get behind the team because it's the team's support, not necessarily the board, not necessarily certain players. It's the team, isn't it? Um, and I hope people continue to do that. I think that game's come well at a good time. It's been a Friday. People are going to be happy it's because it's weekend. I feel like people are having a tough time at work and stuff. Getting up early, it's dark in the morning. Turning up to the whoa, whoa, whoa. Have you been working this week? No, but <laughs> other, other people... We're not having a tough time, are you? No, but I know you're talking about me. That's still no, yeah, people in gen- So I think Friday people are going to be happy it's that it's weekend. It. I think people are going to be up for it. Everybody loves the game under the lights. Bit of rain, hopefully, glistening off, off the surface. I think it's going to be beautiful. You know, they win three 0 You know, we're in the fan zone, so maybe not as much rain as what you'd like, or maybe for it to start at quarter to eight. Yeah. I don't know. What's uh, what's your thoughts on the fans and the, the manager situation? Because th- there was lots of talk about people handing in season tickets, walking out. We didn't really see that. We saw in the first match, Swansea, a five-minute chance. There's only one Daniel Stendhal, and then it pretty quickly calmed down, didn't it? Yeah, it's. Uh... I, I don't... Barnsley fans, they're all a bit... When something happens, they're the first to jump up back and then as it as time goes along, they start to see like the 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 better in things, I guess you could yeah, say. Yeah. I'm, I'm one of them. Because um, when Stendhal first left, I was going Barney. That could be an age thing, man. I think some people... Yeah, well, I, I, you, I think you are 17. I think some people... I've seen grown adults, you know, been... But upset, a lot of swearing. But no, it's, it's, I get it's that. naturally. It's a, you, you, first, you react and you're angry, and then you respond by saying, 
well, let's see what's what. But your yeah. reaction is immediate. And I was like, what are we doing this for? And then actually I thought, well, fair, results have not been... I know we like the guy, but you can't like your manager and, and keep getting beat every home yeah, and away no. match and think, oh, but, but he's a nice guy, isn't he? Because he don't work. It was handled wrong. And that, that, that's, 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 the, that's thing. the thing that we... Oh, that's the perception that it was handled wrong. We don't know what's, what's, what, how it's been handled or what's gone off. But the perception is that it wasn't handled like the bands are here. Yeah. Um, if you have any questions, uh, I'm not saying they'll be answered, but uh, I'll be attending the fan forum next week. So if you've got any questions... I think there'll be a lot of the same questions, and it'll be interesting to see how the club deal with that and who is there to face all the, uh, the, the, the you know, the, uh, during the fan engagement. But it would be really good. Speaking of attending things, Bruce Dyer. Yeah. We're going to that. You've got you've got us tickets. Sixth of December. Yes, we're there. So we're doing it. Me and you are attending that. Like yeah. a good party, don't we? Me and you, we're going to go to yeah, that. Still tickets available? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, there is. Yeah, because it's an extra night, isn't it? So, Carlo, last week you played your first ever. Mash up. I did. So back by popular demand, what have you got for us this week? Well, this one, because it's Halloween, it's a special one. And just for you, Chris, this one is called Thriller Busters. I live in the week. There's nothing for you. You're going to be just fine. I'm your number one fan. Nice 
midnight hour is close at hand. Creatures crawl in search of blood to terrorize your neighborhood. And whoever shall be found without the soul for getting down must stand and face the hounds of hell and rot inside a corpse's shell. The foulest benches in the air, the funk of 40,000 years, and grumpy things from every tomb. This is for the fans. The vibe. Afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is 35 minutes past five on a Thursday afternoon. Still is. Yeah. This is the Reds report. Carlo. Yes. How on earth was that last song linked to Halloween? Good song. Well, Halloween, innit? It's scary. It's dark. Moon. Bad moon. Okay. That's scary. And what about the track before? Because I think. 
We might get some complaints about that. No, 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 no. You wanted a mashup. That one was called Thriller Busters. Mm, Thriller Ghostbusters. If, if you've got any complaints about that, write to Ofcom. It's Carl van der Vortering who picked that song. I, I don't give it. Yeah. Let's get, no, let's get him kicked <laughs> off and then I'll be in charge from then. Not enough swearing on this programme. <laughs> He's back. My analysis. Yeah, that voice you can hear is the wonderful Pete Selwood. Nice to join us as your part-timer. Hello, yeah. Bit late. Oh, I've been out for dinner. <laughs> It was nice, went for pizza. It's quality, not quantity. It was good. Evu, Evu it was called. Is that in town? Yeah, yeah. I don't work for him, like, I'm not advertising it, but yeah. It's <laughs> be, I know they're good and as a sponsor for the show, keep, keep it on. Uh, <laughs> what's on the pizza these days? It's, it's pineapple or pizza topping or not? I've no issue with it, mate. Yeah, I think yeah, people yeah. who get too aggressive about it need to have a work, like they're just the bo- most boring people in the world. Yeah, I think like, if that's your biggest worry. If that worry, angers you, mm. your life is terrible. I know, I know. Hey, I'm fine with it. You join us, but you've not come alone. No, Do you want to introduce us to it? Mate, this is a bit weird, isn't it? You've got another mate. He's got a mate. Hold on, I've got a drum roll somewhere. I've got, uh, <laughs> I've got loads of friends, mate. So, I'm the king of Barnsley, mate. Who's your mate, Pete? Fuck this town, mate. You want to put the mic in between? Uh, yeah, I'll let him just... Uh, this is uh, Jack Carroll, so we're doing a show together. So we've been rehearsing um, in the theatre next... <laughs> You were just doing the pitch there, Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was doing. I was doing the whole thing there. I was going to say, "This is Jack." Yeah. I was going to do your big like thing oh. about you know what you've been on. Yeah, come on, let's hear some of his achievements, Pete. Yeah. Um, achievements. Well, uh, finished all your pizza earlier. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know that. You did unaided. That yeah. was good, wasn't it? You, yeah. you managed to get yeah. him to lift yourself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so we've been we've been rehearsing in the theatre next door to college because we're doing a show there uh, in January, which we'll hopefully talk about a bit more later. So we thought we'd pop in and have a chat and yeah, talk about it more than anything else. So this is Jack Carroll. He's been on uh, Britain's Got Talent. He's probably famous, isn't he? Um, he goes on about it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's been mentioned all the time. Although earlier I said that Deliso Chaponda, literally on the walk over here, who was on Britain's Got Talent a few years ago, I said he was more famous than him, and you were fuming, weren't you? I don't know where that is. I think you've overblown that uh, (laughs) a little bit. I think you've listed all my great achievements there, but you haven't listed my greatest achievement, which is supporting the mighty Leeds United. um, Yeah, we we mentioned that last time, Jack, uh, when when, when Pete was in, and I was saying, well, if he comes in with a Leeds shirt, I'm going to shoo him in. And Pete said, apparently I can't do that to you. Yeah. Uh, but to me, why can't we turn the light off, Ben? We'll on, give on, a, on a quick kick. Can't reach. <laughs> I mean, on, on the radio, that probably seems all right, but if you actually looked in and realised that <laughs> Jack has cerebral palsy, it just looked like bullying at the end of the day. I mean, yes. I no excuses. I would, have, um, I would have a claim there where there's blame and all that. Tell us about your show, then, quickly. Uh, we're doing a disability sketch show. Uh, it will be... The ticket link, we are hoping, based on someone who works here, has the ticket link up tomorrow, as in the Friday, so that'll be the 1st of November. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the date is the 31st of January. It's at the Electric Theatre, which is next to the college. Um, basically, it's kind of like an immersive... Uh, it's got videos, it's got sketches. Uh, it's just a bit of a laugh, to be honest with you. It's really, really good. We're then taking it on to a few different uh, comedy festivals, uh, and this is kind of like our dry run, but we're doing like a mini Yorkshire, Yorkshire tour... tour. Uh, around the area. So. And Jack, Jack, how are you finding working with Pete? Because he annoys the life out yeah, of yeah. me. He only comes in once a month because that's I all mean, we could call with. Um, I think, yeah, the, uh, dealing, the dealing with his huge ego is a difficult thing to do. But uh, luckily I've managed Unbelievable. to Unbelievable. I've managed to find a way around it, you know. <laughs> it's Hollywood outburst. <laughs> you, I, did, I did claim, I did have a moan earlier that I did the lamp room on Friday and I did, like a diva earlier said, like, they made me pay for a drink. 
Yeah, he went for Yeah, disgusting. Really? <laughs> disgusting. Was it on the piano? Well, I, didn't, I, was, I, I went in, I said, oh, can I have a cook? like, yeah, that's a couple of quids. Are you taking the mic? <laughs> Do you know who I am? I yeah, know I, Jack Carroll. I, 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 I walked in like Mariah Carey, to be fair. It was unneeded. Do you, do you ask for anything? You know, like a rider, like these artists have, like, I need, you know, freshly shelled peanuts and, and like, sparkling water from Buxton or whatever. You, or is you, it just... you don't, like, generally get whatever you ask for, but you I do ask get... for drugs. It's fine. I can help you out. Stay later. You know? <laughs> no, we get... Uh, you just generally get what you're given, but, like... There's a real range, isn't there, from, like, biscuits up to... Yeah. If you get... You get loads of free pie and peas any, in this any, game. Any stuff that's made, like, in a bakery in a supermarket, that's the top... That's the god tier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when, when I first started coming on Red's Report, Carl used to buy me chocolate and he used to make me a coffee or he used to buy me a drink. This, this sounds a lot like grooming, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it, doesn't get me a, it doesn't get me any of that now. It's just crazy <laughs> Dutchman. I think he takes me for granted, Pete. It's so, well, it's what happens, mate. It's just unbelievable, isn't it? You've got to be nice to people. But... Right then, you join us at quite a pivotal uh, moment in the programme for the first ever Reds Report Halloween 11. How excited are you, Carl, about that? Not really, but I'm pretending to be. Re- Look, drum roll. Are you excited very, about that? Yeah. I, I enjoy anything that's tenuously linked to a holiday. Is it just Barnsley players, or is it? No, we've got a few. I've put, I've, I've, yeah. I've put Barnsley players top of priority, right. but then obviously I've had to use some, yeah. you know, to make up the numbers effectively, some yeah. average players. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Go on. Go number go one on. in goal, Brad Frightful. Oh. Is it oh. like Brad Friedel? Yeah. Brad oh. Friedel. Oh. I'll have a think about that. Can you remember him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Top goalkeeper. No one's saying he's not a good goalkeeper. goalkeeper, To use a goalkeeping term, that's a bit of a howler. (laughs) (laughs) It's done. I have dropped a kangaroo. He he used to play for Blackburn, American International. American, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've had to switch a few players because we were struggling for defenders. So Dean Gorey, who played a bit of right wing for Barnes and playing him at right back. Dean Gorey. I think that was mine last night because I sent loads so, over Jack, at like that, two in the morning. Pete, so he can't have a de- he can't decide if it's good I don't or not. Know why he's putting his name to that? <laughs> <laughs> good. That's good. He's called Go- Gore. Yeah. Like Go. Trick like McCarthy. Yeah. Trick McCarthy at centre back. Like trick and treat. Mick I think McCarthy. Yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah. Oh. Oh. No, I'm still thinking where you get trick from, but it's Mick, Mick. McCarthy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I thought about yeah. Right. I mean, let, let's no. be honest. This is not going to be great. <laughs> like, <laughs> the worse, the better is for This is probably this, 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 this team will get relegated as well, won't it? How many <laughs> defenders are this? Another, what? I've, I've got John Bones partnering him at centre back. I'd have gone with Jonathan Spector. Because Spectre's yeah. a ghost. Oh, is it? Oh, name. Yeah. I, I think that'd have been. I over thought we went back to the James Bond theme we had a couple of weeks ago. Then. Oh yeah, man. yeah, yeah. And any excuse to talk Bond. At left back, I know he's a winger. Spook Thomas. That's all right. That Spook Thomas. As well. Come on, Luke, Luke Thomas. Yeah. Oh, Luke. Yeah. Hey, well done. You got that. Uh, d- defensive midfield, David Bat. Eh. That's all right. You, you be a fan with that one. Yeah. That's the first one that he's deserved. Yeah. Yeah. Two hour one, Jack. Did he, did he play for Leeds? He did, didn't he? Did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why did he turn up for the centenary celebrations? He couldn't be asked about it. Vinnie <laughs> <laughs> Jones kept asking him and he was just like, no, I don't like I that love that about David Batty, though. Yeah. The fact that he's after football, he went, can you bother me doing it? Nah, I'm all well, right. He, he he's didn't... not bothered about doing anything, is he it? That's great. It's a job, I think. But anyway, we won't talk about Leeds. <laughs> uh, Frankenstein Lampard. As in Frank See, I even said Lampard. earlier, Frank Vampard. Oh, that's like vampires. Yeah. But what do you think, Jack? Mm. To... 
Uh, Which would he prefer? It's, it's What's your views on Frank Lampard, Jack, as a Leeds fan <laughs> out of curiosity? What's, uh, what do you think to him? I think he's doing a very good job at Chelsea at the moment, and the less said about what happened previously. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave that one right there, then. Captain, Neil Deadfern. That's all right. Nice. That's solid. Yeah, I, I, that, solid. That's a Leeds and Bowser link there. He did a lot for the club. So yeah, I did, and he did, he did well at Leeds. Well he did a lot for and, us. And, and currently Newcastle under-23s manager. I think yeah. he is, yeah. yeah he was yeah. women so, at one point, That's he? decent. Yeah. Attacking midfield, Mike Stephen Scarer. Scarer, perfect. He does yeah. to me when he gets the, the ball. <sighs> oh, he's a baller. <laughs> he's a baller in a team of non-ballers. Up front, Mark Richards. That's quality. Nice. That's good. That's uh, and obviously, John Parkin, which one of yours? John Parkin. Right yeah. time here, Parkin. Oh, that's, yeah. that's a great one. No, that, but that's not scare-themed, is it? That's bomb. Parkin. It's Halloween. Yeah, that's bomb fire. Halloween, yeah, yeah. All right, if you want to take him out, we'll have Trita Beardsley. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Do you prefer Trita Beardsley? I prefer Trita Beardsley. <laughs> that's terrible. Ass- assistant manager, Andy Witchy. Yeah, that's all right. Which is good. Solid. And uh, manager, yours, Emma Race. Because yeah, it, it, if he's the manager, then everybody's yeah, scared. Yeah, yeah. 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 Terrible. So what do you think to that, Carl? Do you think that went down well? well I'm looking forward to the Christmas 11 in a couple of weeks. Yep. Contributions. Oh, you must be able to improve on that. Um, <laughs> contributions from Jeff Bailey, A Up and Down, Steve, which is also known as S underscore 68 on Twitter, oh, Pete Selwood, my man. I like, can I just say, I like it when people use the name for Twitter. Yeah. N underscore. I used to work at a call centre. You say to people, can I send you an invoice? Yeah, yeah. What's your email address? And they spell it and then you read it out. Well, Sexy Kitten in Black 98 at hotmail.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's what been in <laughs> <laughs> uh, And Alan Smith. Been on MSN. <laughs> Alan Smith as well. Alan Smith. I don't know who Alan Smith is. He keeps bothering us. <laughs> Apparently he's on some second rate podcast. But oh, I don't know. you can't talk like that. Our colleagues from the NFM, you can't say that. Okay, then. I, I thought know. we were talking about Leeds again. Yeah. <laughs> what, the converted centre midfielder? No, we're, we're like... I know his career's gone a bit quiet, but why is he emailing to the radio? <laughs> <laughs> He's a different Alan Smith. Speaking yeah. of Alan Smith, our friend Alan Smith, friend of the show, so yeah. Dern FM's Red All... Is it Red All Co- Over? Co- uh, Red All Over co-presenter, yeah. yeah. Um, I was driving through Brampton... Oh, you like this That's what it is. Driving through Brampton on the way, and uh, there was uh, somebody riding a horse... But they were in like Halloween outfit and they didn't have a head. Terrifying. The, like a headless Horrible. horse rider, but yeah. What do you think to that? Oh, sorry. The horse had a head, though, didn't it? The horse had a head. Oh, yeah, right, the yeah. rider did a funny kind of thing. Yeah. Are, you, are you sure that has anything to do with Halloween in bands? <laughs> That's just any Thursday, yeah, to be fair. Start on the town. Yeah. Anyway, Jack, Jack, it's nice to have you in the studio. See you later, mate. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you will come back, won't you, before you start? You know, before the date here in the theatre. Yeah. And maybe next time Barnsley play lead, so you can... You know. Yeah, Jack, Jack bring, come back and bring him out. Yeah. Bring him out, all right. Hopefully, there we go. Oh, should, next time we play Leeds, you man. Should. That's going to be horrid. It's, well, it's going to be another defeat for you. It's what it's <laughs> going to be, but... You know. We talked about earlier, it's the fact that we played, we celebrated that and we lost 2 0. <laughs> That's the level we're at now. To be fair, I think we, get, we gifted them two oh, goals, though, didn't we? It was a good game. We, were really good. we played really, really well. And then uh, Niketia came off. He, I tell you what, I went to the press conference after, yeah. and the first seven minutes, well, it was 14 minutes because he does speak English, yeah. but he was very complimental about Barnsley. Yeah, he was, yeah. But then you get enough of that because every match we lose, the opposition saying, Barnsley had a good team. Yeah. Well, we're well, not, though, because we're 24th and we're way, yeah. we're way behind anybody well, else. Also does it with like teams like oh it's good that they came out and played football yeah because you can knock seven past them mate because you're better than them yeah, yeah that's part of the bus yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Thank you very much for coming in, lads. Thanks we'll for close it us. off as we get ready for Ben Men, the opposition man. Oh, can I just put me to uh, where the tickets are going to be? Yes. So the tickets are going to be through the Barnes College website and also they're going to be on the Chronicle website, hopefully on Saturday. We will do a bit on Twitter. Make sure we retweet that. So if anybody's listened to the show, yeah, yeah. if you went to Red Report, the link could be on there as well. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, well, we'll, we'll, have a, well cause we'll probably go anyway, won't we? we yeah, to, we'll, we'll be there. Sport. There's we have a Barnsley mug in the show as well. I don't mean you. Yeah. <laughs> no, there is. There's a there's he's a Barnsley. Uh, there's a, a Barnsley mug. Yeah, I am. Yeah, actually. Oh well, it, yeah. that's it then. Are you yeah. wearing like a Leeds T-shirt? I've got Leeds, and I've got a Barnsley mug in it. Yeah. Oh. We wanted. To, we were going to do like because there's recorded bits. We were going to do like we wear Barnsley shirt, Leeds shirt, but then we decided that. People just hate it, wouldn't they? Really alienating for people. Yeah. Specifically, Huddersfield and Sheffield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. Thanks very much for coming in. Good nice luck with the tickets. We'll keep plugging it, and we'll see you there. And nice Pete, you'll you be in back in the studio yeah, before you know it. Point, yeah. Jack, very much for coming in. Good luck with the show. We'll nice see you there, and uh, we'll be back soon. Opposition report: Bristol City at home tomorrow evening. Sky cameras. It's going to be scary. She's pretty, a fizzy, she's got a boyfriend though.
don't know, I don't know, I don't know how we'll make it through this. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I love the way she bites her lip. I love the way she shakes them hips. I love the way she makes me drool. I think that she is to have a bit of a laugh when you're talking about Barnsley for the full hour. Right, Ben, um, your time to shine, son. My time to shine. Yeah, it is. Um, Opposition then. Bristol City tomorrow. I always find it a bit awkward when a previous manager comes back because when Lee Johnson left here, obviously Paul Heckingbottom took over. Hecky did, well, all right. I mean, he inherited a decent squad that already qualified for Wembley. And he's done okay, hasn't he, at Bristol? He has. And, like you say, it could be awkward regarding he has stood on the sidelines, which he isn't going to be because he's suspended. Oh. Against us, <laughs> he'll come and sit near me, though, won't he? So Press he will area, be in yeah. the stands. Oh, I like him anyway. I think I've always liked him. Um, well, there you go. Talk about the uh, previous matches for Bristol, then. How, how so their last five. Yeah. Um, five games ago from today, they play. Well, not from today, but yeah, you know what five, I mean. Yeah. Uh, they played Brentford away. Yeah. They drew one-one. Eighty-seventh minute equaliser from Andreas Weiman. Uh, I don't like him. <laughs> just saying just opinions <laughs> well, there you go. this game's all about opinions <laughs> looking at the stats in that game they didn't really deserve it um, Brentford had 18 shots 
to Bristol's eight, which could that be seen as lucky? Well, I suppose it could. In our case, it would be opposite, wouldn't it? We'll have three shots and they'll have the 18 tomorrow because Precisely. it needs a huge improvement, doesn't it? What about the other result? Uh, the, f- the following week, uh, they played Reading at home. Right. They won 1 0. Again, the shots were high for both teams for a 1 0 yeah. results. So. Converting those chances, isn't it? Johnson's system, though, is like he, he doesn't encourage people to take like wild shots. It's all about percentages and that. The way like you, at ours, you'd only hit it unless you had like a sixty-percent chance of it in the target and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So can, it's not like there's wild shots happening. Can you remember, Pete? I don't know if you might be able to. When Lee Johnson was manager and that that PowerPoint presentation yeah, yeah, came yeah, out, yeah. where he had like the dead zone and the, the penetration zone, yeah, and the it, maximum area of opportunity. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. We've just got 22-year-old lads who want to kick a ball, don't we? You know what I mean? There's no such zone. We encourage that, don't we, at Barnsley? Have a shot, because it's probably the only one you'll get throughout the match. Well, yeah. What about the last two matches? Are they on a winning run? Or? Um, they've lost one in the last five. OK. Uh, they've only lost one on the road this season, uh, which, which is that one in the last five where they lost 3-0 away at Luton, which... Uh, <laughs> A team that got promoted wheels, team we got two good. Yeah, I mean they slaughtered us at home, didn't they? Uh, and then gone off the boil a bit as well. So um, uh, who's, who's, who's the danger man for, for for Bristol? Who do we need to keep an eye on? It's an interesting one in terms of goals. The top scorer is, is Andreas Weiman. He's got five goals and two assists. What's the personal thing? vendetta? Just I don't know. It's just you know you get you get these players and whoever to play for they always score against us. Yeah, yeah, His name yeah. is very difficult to spell as well. It is. is yeah, that's enough to dislike. I don't know. I said it before. Those that are as old as me. Nathan Blake, I mean, you're talking years ago. Yeah, yeah, whether he yeah, played yeah. for Bolton, whether he played for Sheffield Wednesday, he could have played for Doncaster Bells and he'd get an hat trick against us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Wiseman, it's just, yeah, something about, don't like him. But, hey, welcome to Ogwell, fella. Um, oh, uh, yeah, so, so Andreas Weiman is, is their main goal threat, but their top three goal scorers are all strikers. So they've got Andreas Weiman, that dear do. Yeah, that's the Senegalese that they brought in a couple of years ago for them, like eight million or. If it, I think that's where he's from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and well. Benny Now they're not going to be playing all three at the same time, but that's where their main goals are coming from. Yeah, they've got options, haven't they? They have. Um, Some would say that's where we get let down a little bit because we're looking at Coley Woodrow. You probably look at a kind of Chaplin. That's where it's all to stops. Patrick Schmidt. Yeah, that, you know, that's the area we get let down up front. Defence, midfield, <laughs> the goalkeeper, no in, the bo- in the boardroom, <laughs> management-wise. <laughs> tea lady probably lets the tea a bit lo- in too long as well. Never a mistake, by the come here, I've been all negative. That, <laughs> Bottom of the league, <laughs> mate. <laughs> that's my job. What do you want? <laughs> I've not even done the list of positives this week because... Well, you want to jump into them because uh, we've got a minute and a half left. Uh, and I want list to of positives. We are... <laughs> Playing Friday, so we will all be free Saturday and that, well, Sunday. That's a huge so we positive. can do plenty of dog walking or what we need to be doing. Opinions. We are <laughs> I mean, I, I don't like it. But <laughs> we're on the fan zone. The Reds report on the fan zone. The fan zone. Yeah, we're, yeah we're hosting the fan zone again. Uh, I think we're on when the team news comes out, so we can give them the team news. That's probably the highlight. The colder the weather, the colder the beer, Jack. That's what I say. You know, the brew dog goes down very well when it's yeah. cold. The colder the weather, the weather. Yeah, yeah, in the fans. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, and we've got you? a caravan from which they sell it. Not in the ground, by the way. <laughs> I mean, in the east stand, it's like, do you want a, do you want a warm carling? <laughs> we're, we're on Sky, so that's a bit of money in Skyrocket. 
Yeah. Does that impact attendance, though? Because loads of people thinking, hold on. Yes. We're bottom of the league. I'm not going to buy a ticket for 20 quid because I can watch on Sky. I hate to say, it does impact attendance for clubs other than Leeds United. Well, you've got your own channel these days. (laughs) (laughs) Financially, though. Sky Sports 2. Financially, it's a big boost for the club our size. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does help, but like tomorrow night, I think even if some season ticket holders will be out going like it's cold. Why should I go? Yeah, it's, yeah, I yeah. could go to a bonfire. Come and keep on, going. Then, let's, let's finish the show. Carlo, what? Score prediction for tomorrow. Tomorrow we're going to lose to one. <laughs> ben, so miserable, listen, isn't it? I, listen, I don't get paid to be positive for now. No, I just think. Imagine the lead version of this. <laughs> it's like we're going to win three 0 because we're the massive, we're the biggest team ever. <laughs> like, what do you reckon? I think we'll do all right if we lose two one. Then. Uh, I'll go for a 1-1. Jack, with your expertise. 3-0. <laughs> Pete. 2-2. Two, two. I'm going to say 3-1 Barnsley. This has been the Reds Report. Thanks for joining us, everybody. I hope you listen to the podcast. Yeah, if, you, if you're going to listen to the podcast now, uh, there is a bonus interview with Gary Tetford from the uh, Liam Jones Legacy about our charity night with... Aidy Moses, uh, Super John Hendry and Nicky Eden in aid of the Legacy, which is on the 7th of February at uh, the Garrison. The Garrison. Uh, tickets are available from tomorrow evening. So uh, thanks very much for listening. We're back next week, 5 o'clock on the Vibe. And, uh, well, given our performances last week and what I'm dreading tomorrow, we'll just leave you with this. <laughs>
even everybody at the football club, I suppose, when you sit at Oakwell, it could be anybody around you that's not having a good time. So there is a huge need for people to be able to go somewhere or message somewhere and talk about how they're feeling. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. When that, when that happened last year, I had basically just come out, I don't know yourself, this is probably the first time, it's only the personal people that know me that know this, I'd just come off the back at eight months of being like really, really bad with it, you know what I mean? And I, I'm a big lovable guy, I like to have a laugh, I'm always smiling as you know, you know what I mean? And yeah. it, don't know, you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. No, you don't. And I think, you know, we, we've, we've said it before on our show, uh, you know, myself, uh, Chris, we, we've all had, um, what do you want to call them, episodes or times in our life when things weren't going well. And people always think, because we're active on social media, we do a radio show, we're like yourself, you know, you do the whole, and just leave that Scott and get out involved in everything. Sometimes that's just a distraction from doing things because of you don't want to be dealing with anything that how you actually feel, is it? You know what I mean? It's a bit like a, it's like hiding almost, isn't it? Oh, hundred percent. Like I, I used to put it myself in social media, and my girlfriend, like she, she was more in a way. Now she's she respects me more because when this came about with Liam Jones' legacy, it actually helped me to get to where I am now in my life. Yeah. And it, not like that. You know what I mean? I, 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 to her, but I'll open up to somebody on Facebook that I've only spoke to three times. Yeah. And but other people don't other people don't open up at all, you know what I mean? So hopefully we we messaging the Liam Jones legacy, they don't know who they're speaking to in the background. Because there's a team of us that answer the messages and the, t- the Twitter messages. So I think that helps people as well because they don't actually know who they're speaking to. No, and I think sometimes not knowing that makes it easy because I think we all feel judged in our lives, don't we? When things are not going well and you want to go to somebody saying, I'm just not feeling myself, this is getting me down or that's getting me down, you feel like you're being judged because people say, we should just man up, we should just get on with it, don't we? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what We get that quite a lot, you know what I mean? Like, we don't sign off when people message the page, we don't sign off. Like, who you're speaking to, like, I'll know, say, that you spoke to Gary or Laura won't say this, or blah, 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 you know what I mean? So the person, I've answered a few messages from people that I know really well. Yeah. But you don't sign off, so they don't, you don't want them to know, it's not like you don't want them to know, but people are obviously to that first step, so that's, that's what we try to do, we try to keep it as professional as possible, without, do you know what I mean, like, without going into the friendly part again. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. So, um, back to the football then. You've organised what is promising to be um, probably, well, the the best night this season as a Barnsley fan, the way things are going. You want to tell us a little bit more about what you've uh, you've put together? Yeah, it's uh, Friday the 7th of February. It's the night before we play Sheffield Wednesday at home in the Garrison. It'll probably kick off seven, half steps for seven. Um, I've managed to get John Super John Henry Eden and Eddie Moses for a, like a Q&A set but obviously with yourselves comparing it we'll hopefully have a live band in between we'll have auctions and raffles and but uh, uh, the money that we're trying to raise is to help what we also do we've started Legacy started a partnership with Cads started a support group on a Thursday yeah um, every, every Thursday night you've obviously you've, you've read, you read the stuff most people people know now that's in partnership with Tads and the reason why that's an 18 is early is because Tads get funding yeah so there's got to be funding for that age group so what we're trying to do is, is we're trying to open up one without the funding but in partnership with Tads that can also do maybe an 18 to 40 or an 18 to 50 I've not looked into the legal stuff of it yet but 
you understand or a male one only or a female one only because I know people don't like mixing and stuff you know so that's what we're trying to yeah. head with at the moment obviously there's not a lot in Barnsley to be honest there's a really there's a lot of partnerships but there's no drop-in centres there's no stuff at night no. there seems to be a lot of officers and obviously mental health doesn't just work 9 to 5 does it no, and, and I think especially you know, for, for younger people as well, you talk about Tads, I've, I've got personal experience with Tads. Tads is great because you can just walk in, if fair enough, it's, it's specific to a certain age group. But when your child is suffering with mental health and the doctor says, oh, we're going to refer them to camps, and then you get a letter through saying, there's an 18-month waiting list. But mental health doesn't wait, does it? It needs dealing with oh. now. <clears throat> and, and, and that's why we have these... We, do, we obviously fundraise all through the year, um, but this, we had one last year when it was Johnny Parking Night. So we try and do one of these because, as you know, we're all the people that run it, we're all Barnsley fans. So we all try to do something that we all enjoy and we, and we can put something back into the town. And that's the reason why this night came about. So you've got, <clears throat> I would say, three very, well, two definitely very colourful characters from that um, from that era. Um, you mentioned a date, uh, early February, 7th of February. Uh, what about tickets? How can people go about getting tickets? Tickets will be available from Friday afternoon. So I, I've got them to the printers. I'm picking them up and coming down on Friday with them. They'll be, let's just say, from 2 o'clock on Friday afternoon before the Bristol City match, they'll be available from behind the bar in the Manx. Yeah. They'll be available behind the bar in the Garrison. And they'll also be available through our... Facebook and Twitter page, if you're obviously not in Barnsley and you're going to come to the night, we can bank transfer, PayPal, and we'll post the tickets straight out. There is a limited amount of tickets on this as well, so all depending on the quick and how good the ticket sales are, I expect us want to sell out to us. I want to say, I think um, we all like or love a night with Barnsley FC legends. Um, I think it's um, it's a good time, this, this current period in time, to, to look back at some really, really good seasons. Obviously, we had a fantastic season last season, Gary, and I know you you you, you know you come down for quite a few of the matches. Um, you've organised this, so obviously you're keeping busy. What, what, what are you making of the uh, the football at Oakwell at the moment? <laughs> oh, you put me on the spot now. Uh. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me go into my football head. Um, it's, 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 very, it's very disheartened, to be honest, because I don't think that the players... Some of them are good enough, some of them are young and experienced. I'm not going to use the word they're not good enough. I just don't think they're experienced in that week. Because as I said a couple of weeks ago when I was on your radio show, League One to the Championship is massive, massive gulf. Yeah. Now, a young experienced player, or sorry, a young player like Alex Brown, who's probably off the top of my head, more, like three times, four times more than half the team have played at the moment in the Championship. There's maybe a three or four of them that's done that. Yeah. So, although he's young, He's, he's a wee bit more experienced than the rest, but we, I think we still need a wee bit more than them players that are experienced. Yeah, I think a lot of people will agree. I think there is something needed to unearth some of the potential they've got, haven't there? Because it's it, they, they all seem to be looking at each other, and I just feel we need somebody just to bring them along. And 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 we talk about experience a lot, don't we? But something is needed, isn't it? Because even the new managers figured out that two decent results against top sides, but then we came unstuck again against Huddersfield. Yeah, I just, for, for me, like the top two sides, I actually wish we would play them every week, because at the moment we're playing top sides. We beat Fulham, we are obviously going to be a top side, or are a top side, or should be on paper, come the end of the season. And then the other two was West Brom, Swansea, and then you go to Huddersfield, I'm, no, I'm nothing against Huddersfield, and I'm not bringing them down, but 
they are an experienced side, and where they are, they're now, they shouldn't be there. But that was their chance, and we just seem to struggle against teams running about us at the moment, and I don't know why. Yeah, it. Uh... Yeah, so I think in these uh, in these times where maybe the football is not warming them up, uh, an evening at the Garrison with AD, Nicky and Super John should definitely cheer us up. It is for a fantastic charity. Just say again where tickets are available from this weekend. Tickets will be available from Friday afternoon from behind the Manx Farm Sheffield Road. They'll be behind the Garrison and also through the Liam Jones Facebook and Twitter account. Again, if you, you let us know, we'll post the tickets out to you or we can arrange to get them picked up. Absolutely. Absolutely awesome. Well, whenever you tweet, we will retweet. Obviously, we're there on stage that evening doing interviews. Um, it's definitely an evening we're all looking forward to, and our research has started already. Um, Gary, thanks very much for coming on, and next time you're in Barnsley again on a Thursday, please join us again in the studio, and uh, we'll chat some more. Yeah, I will do it. And um, also, I don't know if I should really say this, but I want to get out. What, what, what we're hoping to do as well is um, we're hoping to get it live linked radio back to Barnsley Hospital through Phil Hall who's who does the commentary for Match Day. Yeah. Well if it's possible we're obviously as a charity we want to try and get it back to people as well in the hospital who would maybe want to be on the nights. But that's still in the process and it's not hundred percent sure but hopefully it should be done. Well, we had um, Phil in the studio last week and obviously Chris and myself and Kyle do commentary for the hospital radio. That would be awesome because we know when we're enjoying our time at Oakwell, uh, there is always somebody, you know, that could be there because of the hospital. So that would be fantastic and I'll, uh, I'll contact Phil to make sure that we're, uh, we're on top of that. Gaz, thanks very much, A, for everything you do for the Liam Jones legacy and B, for, uh, for chatting to us about it. And I look forward to catching up maybe with an alcoholic beverage or so before the next Barnsley match. I'll see you on Friday night, mate, all right? All right. Cheers, guys. Cheers, mate. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. It's the 90th minute. All your mates are around. You've got your McDonald's share boxes ready to go. Ian's already got booked for double dipping. And Steve has stolen the last nugget. You're snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. UN, UREDS at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network. The ultimate on demand destination for the UK's best fan led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight, analysis, and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the Talksport Fan Network. Unbeatable club dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search Talksport Fan Network.